Good afternoon. Appreciate everybody coming. Uh, we're, we're obviously very excited because we're heading into a game week. So uh, we got a lot of excited youngsters around here right now uh, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, before we get started, just a couple of notes. We had a really productive camp, uh, very physical, uh, very demanding. Uh, we were fortunate to come out, you know, in pretty good shape as we left camp. We have two, two young men that are not going to be able to play really at all the rest of the year uh, because of season in injuries that occurred. Uh, one of them, Ryan Shadler. Uh, out of Heston, Kansas. Ryan actually did not get injured, uh, but we discovered some um, some complications he had internally, and uh, thankfully we found some doctors that could get that addressed, and uh, he's on the mend. So he'll be back for us and ready to go next year. Uh, amazing guy. I went and saw him the other day, and he is still jacked up after going through a major surgery, which is, I don't know how he's done that, but he, he is uh, he's a put-together dude. For him to put the numbers up that he did in the offseason, for the type of surgery he had is amazing. I mean, that guy's obviously very gifted, uh, but he's on the mend. Great kid, too. Uh, the other one we had last week, late last week, uh, we just got confirmation of it that uh, Shola Allende, he's a freshman uh, that came to us from Houston, Texas. He tore his ACL, um, I guess it was about a week ago. Uh, so, unfortunately, we lost him. Uh, uh, he's going to get surgery this week, so he'll be sidelined for the remainder of the year. But other than that, we've come out in pretty good shape. Um, and I was pleased with our fall camp, so that was good heading into this, this game. Um, we opened our locker room, as a lot of you know, this last Sunday, and that was a really, really cool time for our players, our coaches, and our entire program, thanks to the generosity of several wonderful Jayhawks that continue to give of their resources and, and commit to this program. So uh, for our guys to be able to enjoy that is something that uh, I know they really, really are proud of and excited about um, that happening. Uh, we're going to have that open for you guys next week. Uh, we want to get it finished. That's the thing. It's not completely finished. We wanted to go ahead and get in there now so we didn't have distractions next week uh, in the middle of the season. We wanted to go ahead and let those guys get in there, and we had enough of it done so we could get in there for the players and not be distracted during the season. So uh, we wanted to get it finished so when you go in there, you get a real look at it. Uh, that way you don't have to come back. You can go in there once and get a good feel for what it looks like. So we're not trying to keep it from you. I promise you I want you to be able to see it because we want to show it off. I mean, it is a great tool, and it's something that we're really proud of. Um, like I said, there's a few key people out there, and they know who they are that really, really helped us, uh, and I can't thank you enough. Can't thank you enough. Um, just a couple other notes before we start taking questions. Uh, this week, uh, our players have asked uh, to create a special dedication for this game. Uh, we have a member of our staff here, Shanda Hayden, who has a son, Cole Hayden. And Cole... Um, Shanda leads our academic counselors here. She actually has uh, been doing that for a number of years. And her son uh, has, been, has come down with a very rare disease. It's called undifferentiated, un, undifferentiated sarcoma. Uh, and it's a form of cancer. And it's been a very long summer for her and her family. And our guys are very close to Shanda, uh, as well as our staff. They went up and saw and spent some time with him this summer, which was really cool. Uh, he's going through a very dif difficult time. Um, hopefully we get some good news here pretty soon where maybe he's going to get to go home for a little while, which will be good. But it's been a very difficult road for them. He's undergone chemo uh, and undergoing chemo right now. Uh, September, is uh, September is Child can uh, Cancer Awareness Month, so it kind of helps us kind of really push to work, move towards that cause anyway, but specifically uh, towards Cole. Our team is going to wear uh, hashtag Team Cole gold wristbands on their wrist as we move around throughout the day. 
Uh, I'm not sure if Cole's going to be able to make it for the game, uh, but we're, we're working on that right now. And Shanda, um, I think she's going to be available later this week if you wanted to talk to her, but make sure you go through Katie for that. Um, so it would be a good story. Man, what a great family and what great Jayhawks they are. So uh, I know our kids are proud of that. Um, it's going to be great weather this weekend, and I just want our Jayhawks to know that they're the magic, and we need you out there. I mean, it's going to be a great Saturday. Uh, man, load up those kids, and let's get, to the, let's get to the hill and have fun. Man, we need you there. We need you there. We're playing a really, a really good football team coached by a really good, good football coach, Coach Fleming. Um, this is going to be a challenge for us. I've said it a long time ago. For any team in the country, winning any college football game is very, very difficult. Uh, and both of our teams are in very similar situations we're both working our rear ends off to get a win and we want to all start our seasons off with with a, a positive note and they're just like us they've got a number of guys returning I'm, some guys that stick out to me I think their running back is very talented uh, he's also very talented in the run game he will be a challenge to contain uh, I think that they have some really good players on their defensive line they have a defensive tackle in particular that I think is a talented guy um, they have a, a, a quarterback that played a little bit last year that can do a lot of things with his arms, but he can really do it with his feet. So we've got to do a good job managing that guy as well. A lot of newcomers on this team, 28, I believe, of an 84-man roster, which is quite a bit. You're over 30% there of newcomers. So there's a lot about this team that we don't know. Uh, I know they're doing some different things than they were doing last year. So like a lot of teams, you're going into this game not knowing everything that you need to know. So the team that adjusts better, I think, is the team that has the advantage in the game for sure. Uh, like I said, they've got some really good players. Um, but for us, we put our focus on us and us handling our business. And if we do that, uh, we feel like we give ourselves the best chance to win. So we're excited to put it on the field against somebody else. So with that being said, let's take some questions. How long has it been a three-man race? Yeah. Katie made me put a depth chart out because, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those deals there. With us, our guys our guys know where they're at. They know where they're at. And that, that depth chart's going to be fluid uh, through the entire season. You'd like for it to get stabilized, but they know where they're at. And they're only as good as they're next. And, you know, you'll get to talk to some of our players later today, and I think if you ask them, they're going to echo the fact that you've got to earn it every day. And you're only as good as you're next, and they know that. So from a, from a quarterback standpoint, um, it's been pretty clear for you know a couple weeks that those three guys would be the guys that would um, would kind of step to the forefront. But the good news is, I mean, you know, we got several guys in that room, and I think every one of them are going to be talented players here. It was a great, great race this year for sure. Obviously, I mean, I, I believe that every team wants their quarterback to be one of their biggest leaders, if not the guy. So. Uh, the thing about that, though, is you don't just point the finger at a guy and go, you're the leader. I mean, you have to earn that. And you do that through your play. You do that through your production. You do that through your daily life. You do that in everything that you do. And, you know, the good news for us is, you know, Montel has been here for a long time. And he just got voted team captain again. And, you know, for that guy to be voted and looked at that highly, that tells you what his teammates think of him. Uh, so that's a good deal for us. I mean, he's one of those guys that does everything you ask him to do and more. Uh, he's a gym rat. He really works hard at the game. Uh, I'm very glad he's here. I'll tell you that. Very talented guy. Um, you know, Ryan is another guy that has played a lot of football already, which is good. I mean, we, we could not give him that until this last year. So he's already got that under his belt. I think he's becoming a better leader as we move along. Another guy that is a hard worker, doesn't ever miss anything. I mean, his example is really good for the team. Um, and, you know, as he grows and plays a little bit more ball, I mean, he's, he's got a chance to be a terrific leader for us, no doubt. I'll tell you what, Stanley is 
is a dangerous guy with that ball in his hands and he's out on that perimeter. I mean, his dual threat ability might be the strongest of all three of them. And I don't know that I'm telling you anything that you don't know here, but that guy can do some things with his feet that the other ones can't do. And the other thing I love about, about Stanley is I'd love to see him in a game because there's just something about him, man. He's got a little moxie to him that's, pretty, that's a little bit different. And uh, he, he's a guy that doesn't say a whole lot right now, but in the game – he is a guy that kind of has it. He's seen, I think he's going to have a have an opportunity when he does get into a football game to really show who he really is. Uh, it's sometimes it's hard to show that until you get into a game. We really didn't know what we had with Johnny until he got into the game. So uh, some of those guys you don't know. You don't know what you got in Todd Reese until he gets into the game. You know. Yeah, he's a baby. I mean, he played you know a few games last year. He got knocked around a little bit. Um, he is by no means a finished product at all. He is, uh, if he was, he would be named the starting quarterback, and he's not. There's, we don't have a starter yet, and uh, we didn't have that separation. However, what we did have is guys that can do it, and they're all pretty talented, and they all have done it at a high level already. So the good news is there's not, there is not a, there's not a hair's separation from them statistically in fall camp. I mean, that's what makes it extremely difficult is their production was very, very similar, and, uh, you know, Hey, both those guys, have, they know that it's going to come down to this week to see who goes in first, and then they may not be in there long, and the other guy comes in there. We'll see. I think it is, and, and I think the hardest thing, and we've put a lot of work into it, Matt, as a staff, is these guys have worked extremely hard. Probably one of the toughest, most rigorous, and productive off-seasons that I've ever been a part of in my career. I don't know if I've ever been a part of one like this. And they are—they um, have worked so hard, they've poured so much into it, and they've all stayed together that we got—we can't be caught thinking that just that's going to get you a win, and that's going to get you winning, because that's all that does is is help you pay the price of admission to the ball game and have a chance to win it, um, because you're putting yourself in position. Hey, listen, everybody's working hard. Everybody's doing what we're doing. Now it's going to be who's the smartest football team, team, who can execute accurately in all three phases. And for us, we're guarding against that. We're guarding against the fact that you think you worked hard, so you just deserve to win. Not, you know, everybody's working hard. And the bad thing for our guys and, you know, throughout the country as a coach, I think one of the things is you don't get to go see other places, so you don't know what they're doing. So you just assume you're the only ones that are doing it that hard and that long. So the truth is everybody's doing it. It's a toughness race in college football, and everybody's working as hard as they can to try to get a win. That's why it's so difficult to win a Division One football game. So they're very difficult. Quarterback, not even, not even close, night and day. Those guys have done a phenomenal job. Just their growth has been, it's been uh, encouraging, very encouraging. I, I like what I see there. Uh, all three of those guys, and, and even, you know, Keaton Perry's name isn't listed on there because they wouldn't let me list 15 guys on there. I would have, to be honest with you. But they all have done a nice job. Um, so uh, those guys stick out to me. Uh, I like what our secondary's done. I like how they've developed. I think uh, Coach Bowen and Coach Perry have done a really, really nice job, particularly with our corners. We had to have a lot better corner play than we had last year. I think they've done a nice job. I'm interested to see how they're going to react this week and as we go through the season. Um, I love what Coach Bradford's done with our special teams, or excuse me, with our linebackers, and then Coach DeForest with our special teams. I mean, those guys all stand out to me. Uh, up front, you know, we've got 10 guys right now that could go in the game, which is great, which is why it was so hard to create a depth chart. I mean, we've got real competition, and, you know, 
it, it's one of those deals you look at a depth chart and, and perception is that, you know, hey, man, why, why do we have this guy back in here? Wait, listen, here's the deal. If there's a guy that won the job over another guy, it's because he's better than him. That, that's why. And you hope to out-recruit guys that, that you have. It makes your program better. And, you know, that's what we feel like we're going to try to do each year is go try to recruit better than what we have and then try to develop what we have to make that competition even better. So I really like those guys. And then the last group that really, really has stuck out to me is the running backs. The, those guys have been ultra productive to this point, um, and they are fighting to get on the field. we got a bunch of them, and, and I think they're talented. Guys, you know, we had 20 guys in camp, which is – about 12 more than we had last year <laughs> to be able to go through camp, which makes a big difference. So that's been good. Uh, you know, we'll just see. We'll see how it goes. How for you, uh, year one? Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's very similar other than um, I just feel a lot more a lot more at ease because so many of the little untied up ends are kind of handled. You know, you've, you've, you kind of – you see those coming and they're handled already. And then you've got a great staff. You know, Katie's done a great job for us uh, of making sure that all this piece is handled and that we're communicating well. Um, and then all of our coaches and all of our support staff, they've done a really, really good job. So that makes me a lot more at ease. And it has to be because with me being uh, obviously ultra involved in what we're doing, uh, it has allowed me to do that. So, man, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm excited. I mean, I, I, I can't wait to get to practice every day because it's, it's a lot of fun to, to get out there with those guys and be involved in them. I mean, you know, winning, winning cures a lot now, cures a lot. And I think getting off to a fast start here would be a big, big deal for us. And if I didn't, if I didn't talk about that or say that, then I would be remiss. I mean, we need to get off on a, on a good start here. And, you know, we've got, a, we've got a, good t a good opponent coming in here. It's not, you know, we, we look at each other's, each other's uh, records and it's one of those deals where you can get caught real easy thinking that, hey, you know, this is going to be something that it's not. And, <clears throat> Both these teams are going to be ultra-prepared. Both of them want to win. Um, and for us, we need to get off to a good start. And for them, they need to get off to a good start. I mean, we say it all the time to our kids, a great start makes for a great finish. And it's hard to finish good when you don't start well. So we need to get off to a good start this year. And that's obviously been a goal of ours. And to be able to get a win in this first game would be something that would, I think, help us in a lot of ways moving forward. No, I didn't. Not, not at all. I mean, the way that our guys prepared week in and week out, I, I, I thought that uh, that first game we learned a lot from it. I mean, there's a lot that you learn from every game. Um, that one sticks out to you because of what happened on the final play of the offensive play there. But uh, we learned a lot from it, but the residual was not much. Uh, that, that was not what – I mean, we started off really well against Memphis the next week who beat, beat a really good old Miss team. And – you know, went to a nice bowl and had, you know, their quarterback drafted high in the draft. I mean, they were a good football team. But our guys started off well. We just weren't able to hold up there towards uh, the remainder of that game. So our guys, if like I t said before, I thought our guys last year did a tremendous job and that leadership of those seniors was really key, really key. And I think it's going to be very similar for us this year as we take, take steps forward to be able to handle adversity because there's one thing that every team in America is going to face. That's going to be adversity. And then how are we going to handle it when we face it? I do not. Okay. They're still competing. I'll know a lot more after today, and I'll know a heck of a lot after tomorrow. Uh, tom yesterday told us a lot. Today will tell us even more. And then um, after that, Wednesday will tell us more. So we're getting close. We're getting close. I just think it's uh, – we've got good choices, y'all. I mean, they're both talented guys. Uh, Carter's a talented guy. Um, you know, Carter's not getting as many reps as those other guys right now. 
but if he performs better in the reps that he's using, then we'll use him. Um, but right now, I mean, it's one of those deals where you can't give reps to everybody and be able to expect that guy to be efficient in the game. So we've had to, we've had to narrow it. Most the, the two guys that are getting the most reps are Montel and Ryan. Both those guys are getting the most reps. And we play rock, paper, scissors each day to see who goes first. That's how we do it. We literally play rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. I just watch them. I don't. <laughs> it, it is so ultra important, and I think a lot of our fans do understand that. I think they they understand it because a lot of them are very educated, and informed. They do a lot of surfing of the net, and they look at a lot of these facilities, and they know really what they're up against when it comes to our places recruiting against other other places. And though our fans seeing what just happened and what we just unveiled down there, I think if I was a fan, what I would say is, hey, listen, that now gives us a shot. If we can get those top players here, it gives us a shot not to be ruled out. Because at the end of the day, everybody is create. it's a facility war, and everybody has good things. They have nice things. And I think as much as it is them choosing, I think it's them ruling people out. And, you know, we had – we had a very uh, unique situation here last year where we had one of the top players in the state that was right down the street from us, and I'm not sure that wasn't maybe one of the major deciding factors. Uh, and you know what? Hey, that is what it is. But now that, that won't be a problem moving forward. It will now come down to our talent as a staff in recruiting. And if we can get to that point, we won't be ruled out there anymore because we just went from the bottom of Power 5 to the top of Power 5 when it comes to what our locker room looks like. It went from the bottom of Power 5, which, hey, listen, the place was nice. It was clean. It's nine years old, and they say you need to throw a million dollars a year into recruiting to keep up with recruiting. Well, we were $9 million behind, and the only way you get started is to get started. That's how you, you close that gap. It's not just on the field we got to close the gap. we got to close the gap everywhere. How much different does this room look like than it did last year when you walked into it? I mean, just that makes a huge difference with us being able to keep the best talent in this state and throughout the country right here at KU. And we are already doing some good things in recruiting. I think these tools just help us stay in the game and give us a chance to get to signing day. Yeah, that, that's a great description. I mean, they're ready, to, they're ready to put it on the field against somebody else. As coaches, obviously, we're not unlike anybody else in the country. We're, we want to make sure that we curb that enthusiasm just a little bit because, man, you can, you can lose up. I mean, we, we have heart monitors on our guys, and we went back and looked at the data from pregame last year in that first game, and the, the heart rates, it was phenomenal, the difference. Even in our highest-rated heart, heart monitor in practice, it was not even remotely close to what pregame looked like. And those heart monitors tell us a lot. So we as coaches are trying to go to school on that information and manage our guys in pregame and manage their anxiety and make sure that we manage those things so they can play better when they get to the game. And just to follow up, what well, I think the first thing is being willing to, to innovate because if you don't innovate, you're going to evaporate. I mean, I think the, the, uh, the biggest thing for me is education is a limitless product, and I am uh, – definitely humble enough to learn from each and every day and from every human around that I can learn something from. I'll steal it from anybody. If I think it's good, we're going to steal it. And the thing, challenge for us is that we can't do everything, so we got to make sure we stand for something so we don't have us going in a lot of different directions. But I think one of the things that I learned uh, last year is just how to, how to manage our team a little bit better going into this first game and making sure that we understand that it's, it is an extremely important game for us in the history of our program, but 
making our kids understand the only reason it's, it's that way is because it's the next one. And then the next week we'll have the exact same stake placed on it. And we've been talking about that from day one. The most important day is the next one. The most important game is the next one. So we're trying to keep that in perspective as we move forward. This one game, win, lose, or draw is not going to make the difference in how this season goes. I mean, we want to get off to a fast start, but it is just one game. So we need to make sure that we're working to get better. We need to try to get a little bit better this week and make sure we're preparing to go into that next week as a better football team. David, uh, to that big stride up in special teams, really hard, but they're, they're, they come in big on Good question, Dave. You know, the thing that I'm most impressed with with uh, Coach DeForest is his his work with specialists. It's been, I mean, it, it's by far the best I've ever been around. Um, and his eye for specialists. I watched Kyle Thompson hit a punt yesterday, and it looked like a good golfer who can really drive it. I mean, it just looks different when it comes off the club head. I mean, when this guy hits it, that thing – I mean, it drops and then it, it hangs up there. It's like God's got a string on it, and it hangs up there. And that's what you want. That's what you face in the Big 12. Those punters are good, and that thing hangs up there so the coverage can get there. Kyle can kick it. Um, you know, uh, Cole Moose, the kid out of NEO, that guy is a grizzled veteran. Uh, he holds for us. He does a lot of different things. And, man, he is very, very accurate with his punts, which allows you to directionally punt. And, you know, that's not a secret to anybody in this world. You want to directionally punt and cut that field down that you have to cover. Those guys are talented guys, and that is all due to Joe, Joe DeForest, you know, and what he's done with those guys and who he's brought in. I think Wartell's had a really great camp. That guy is a, a very talented deep snapper. Uh, Wyman has really, really benefited from Coach DeForest being here. Um, you can just tell. I think if you talk to Matt Wyman, he'll tell you how much of a difference it's been having him here. Uh, and I, I think most of those guys would echo that sentiment. You talked about, you know, some guys that we think will stand up for us. Kid named Bryce Tornaden is right down the street here from uh, Free State High School. That kid has been very impressive. Uh, as a freshman, he, he's a little bit beyond his years in, in, in uh, maturity right now. You'd like to see that stay stay the course as you go through the season. He's going to hit some natural walls like much, most freshmen, but I'm hoping he can really help us on special teams because he can run, a little savvy to him, and he's tough. Uh, we really like Bryce a lot. Um, I think a kid named Denzel Feaster is going to be a wind up being a really big asset for us on special teams. Um, Makai Long, that's a big old body running down the field with a lot of speed for a dude that big. Um, he, he's a guy that we really need to let, get some production from. Uh, Spencer and Tyler Patrick have been really, really big parts of our coverage game. And I think those guys uh, see that as a valuable role, and hopefully they can continue the production that they've had as well. Uh, there's a number of different guys that stand out to me. I think Keith Loniker is going to be a guy that we really need to see help us on those units. Um, He's another one that's kind of playing a lot of roles. And then finally, a guy named Denzel Evans that transferred to us from Arkansas. I mean, that guy's just a journeyman. What a great kid. And, I mean, just a selfless heart and just bust his rear end. I mean, he is a hard-working dude. He's on anything and everything that we have him out there. You just count on him. So those are guys that I'm looking forward to see do some things. Let's take two more questions. How much of camp was he able to go through? I wasn't able to go through any. Okay. We, we, we located it and found, you know, we have a great, great uh, – Sports or sports uh, department here that handles all of our uh, injuries. You know, Murphy Grant and Murphy's on top of that stuff. And we knew something just wasn't right. I mean, he just wasn't feeling great. Um, you know, the kid bench pressed 225, 25 times, and he still wasn't feeling good. Uh, he ran low 44, high 43, and I can't imagine because I mean, he had some serious issues going on internally, and for him to be able to do that. <laughs> Goodness gracious, he must be a superhuman. It's going to be good to see him as a healthy Shadler because he's kind of been feeling that way for a long time.
Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is seeing how we appreciate playing clean football and understand that the three ways we're going to get better faster is by being the smartest team in the country and not going backwards and not giving your opponent anything, uh, winning the turnover battle and the turnover margin, and then dom truly dominating in, in all the phases of special teams. If we do that, I think everything else will fall into place and take care of itself. You know, if you look at games all over the country in this first week, I really believe it's going to come down to just a few things. I mean, teams that take care of the ball, not first and foremost, the turnover margin is going to be cr critical. You just look at last week's game, Cal and Hawaii. I think Cal turned it over zero times, Hawaii turned it over five. I mean, that's a big deal now. It makes a big difference. Uh, and I think also just keeping a, a nice, simple game plan. Don't over game plan for that first game. That's going to be something that we all have to hone in so those guys can play fast. All right. Thank you, guys.